DD214 Gaming Podcast is for mature audiences only. Any videos, music, or entertainment not originating from DD214 Gaming is used and covered under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, also known as Fair Use. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any DOD or U.S. government entities as a whole. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. You are no longer alone now, because we have you. Fucking there we go. Well, pilgrims, it's been another 168. So sit on down. Load up your corn cob pipe. Crack a beer. Let's chew on some fucking trail dust together for a couple minutes. How about it? Right. I have a quick question. When? Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have a quick question. Uh, were you not a guest last season? Or was that this season that you came in? Me? It yeah. was uh, this season. I was. Oh, okay. um, that makes sense. I think I yeah. was the second guest because Yumi and Lore was the first episode of season four. And then I was the second episode. Right. Okay, that, that makes sense. That, that's, that makes that's why I'm not in the. Uh, that's why there's no clips of me in the trailer. I just I was just looking at. It. I was like, oh, wait. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Morning, Mrs. Mando. Good morning. Yep. Good morning, Miss Wrecker. My mom is here. Hey, mom. Jason Gasses. Jay Campbell's hey, in the comments too. How you Good guys morning, doing Ma. today? And welcome to episode 81 classic symptoms broken spirits <laughs> i don't know why I, I don't know why i got dramatic like that it's like we're doing like some type of episodic thing what but... uh what what uh what uh what spurned that i, I gotta ask what, what what uh what was the inspiration behind that uh an album yeah. came out this week by a band called the architects well not the just architects. architects okay yeah they are a heavy metal band from the uk they went from like a really wild like heavy sound to getting into more of this this melodramatic uh 
cinematic sound that they've been going through right now. And their new album came out, Classic, classic Symptoms of a Broken Spirit. Uh, it came out this week. Um, it's it's much different than the last couple albums they came out with. And, I mean, shit, we're starting to show off with the review already. Fuck. And the, hey, the, why not? The, so, you know, you know when you listen to an album, you sometimes you listen to the whole album. Sometimes it's a whole playthrough album. Uh-huh. Sometimes it isn't. It's not a whole playthrough album, but if okay. you could skip one or two of the songs, the songs are tolerable, but it's a great album. Okay. It's a go. So we're going to give it the 7 out of 10, Architects. So, cool. Damn. 7 inches, huh? All right. All right. Seven inch. I, I mean, it was a really good album. There, I mean, the songs that really did its job, just really, just like, really squirted the bone, bro. I like that. I like that. Yeah, man. You do. You guys doing <laughs> all right this week? Hey, we're hanging in, man. We're still alive, right? Exactly. Look at that. You got a big ass cup. Oh, you like that shit? Oh yeah, I got this for fucking reenlisting. It says, oh stay, look at that. It says stay <laughs> warhorse. Okay. For the- for those uh, for those for those of you out there for, for for the uninitiated out there, I was in uh uh second second brigade, formerly fourth brigade. Uh when I was in it was an IB, IBCT in uh, at Fort Carson, so out of out of fourth infantry division. So very, very, very story brigade. Um I believe it is uh one of the most uh if not the most decorated brigades uh during GWAT, actually, believe it or not. We had uh three uh three living Medal of Honor recipients come out of that brigade. Uh, during GWAT, uh, amongst a lot of other <clears throat> heroics, and yeah, holy shit! So yeah, I, I get to say that I was in that fucking brigade. So for, for all for all times, right? Yeah. So stay warhorse out there, warhorse. Yeah, yeah. So so we got both Starks in here. We got Dylan Mason, which hey, thank you last night for streaming onto the page last night. That was pretty cool and well appreciated. Is the record is the record the records in here? Yeah, records in here. Okay, welcome. Welcome, good what sir. Good. And what, good, good, and what, good. what about you? What about me? What? Oh, my. No, my no, you know. What? John, are you, you tongue tied again? I am tongue tied. Keep going. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I, lo- I love when when somebody has to like completely change their handle. It can be almost like just an entire like vibe check, right? And I and I'm I'm I'm, fam- I'm very familiar with this, like as far as like. You know, me, me and the internet go way back, right? Like, I'm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be fucking 42 in a few months, right? So, me and the internet go way back. Sometimes changing your handle can really alter a lot of things. I could not have picked a better fucking handle change than fucking Norris Wrecker from from what he was formerly the artist formerly known as, right? And uh, yeah, and I like I like the fact that it maintains the theme he was already on. Whilst also giving him a a uh, a, sh- a short uh, a short nickname slash moniker, i.e. Wrecker, you know that's a badass little fuck. It's like remember how like the Undertaker it became like just Taker after a while. Yep. Fucking yep. WWE, right? Like that's that's fucking that's our fucking that's our Norse Mandalorian right there. That's fucking Norse Wrecker, right? That's my boy. Fucking yeah. That's the, that's the fucking that's that's the fucking Eskimo. That's the fucking yeah. Eskimo. Fucking. Uh, in the in the fucking midst of the fucking of the storm right there saving your ass you know yeah, and i mean i could only there. i could only imagine because from what i understand the word wrecker means like champion yeah so. you fucking wreck shit of course it fucking <laughs> does yeah i mean jesus christ yeah what what, what about you squilini what you got going on um not 
a whole lot this week. I mean, it was more just work, work, more work. Um, you know, with promotion at work and everything, I'm swamped. Um, is that a good thing? Going by fast? It's it's a good thing. The days are going by pretty quick. However, more hours right now. Um, got a lot of stuff going on on the back end at work with server migrations and changes of systems and a bunch of other bullshit. It got to the point where on Friday, me and all the other leaderships for our, uh, all the other members of leadership for our team, our manager looks at me and one of the other team leads and is like, have y'all taken your lunch yet? And we're like, no. And we've been playing world of uh, tanks together. Me, one of the other leads and our manager. So he's like, okay, we're going to take 30 minutes in the middle of the work day, just to play some world of tanks. Okay. So it's been it's been hectic, but it's a good ride. So keeping the morale keeping the morale up, basically. Exactly, exactly. Like and that's that. what I love I about like it. That. That's what I like about that's what I like about the management changes that have happened at work because we went from more of a dictatorship to now it's more of a de- uh, democracy in a sense amongst the leadership, and there's more leadership and things are spread out easier um, and more fluid across the board with everybody. Um, our new manager, he's an ex, uh, teams guy. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. So, so he's, he's plenty of talent. You have plenty of talent on the team, right? Yeah. He came in, he came in and he, uh, he changed things up to more of a militaristic, um, leadership style style leadership. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's it's, it's really, it's really funny. The difference between, you know, we, we've seen that the meme, you know, for decades now, the difference between a boss and a leader. Right. But it's, oh, but yeah. it, it is so the fucking truth. Like one person really can turn an entire like workforce around, you know, when, when uh, certain, certain uh, ideals and characteristics, uh, morals and ethics are followed. It, you know, it, it's, you know, you, it is statistically proven that a, a a happy workplace is a more productive workplace, even in the midst of uh, trials and tribulations uh, during the uh, during the work day. Right. So exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing, like the team morale's gone up. Productivity's gone up. The way right. our clients look at us has completely changed because now they're they're they now have faces to look at. And it's not just the same two people. Now there's more of us in leadership, primarily all of us being ex-military because we already have that leadership, the proper leadership background. Yeah. Um, it, as I like to call it. Embedded, it's already been embedded into you. Like you can, you can, you're, you're already ready for a good leader because we already know what the yep. fuck bad, we are, because we also already know what the fuck a bad leader looks like too. You know, exactly. like very, 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 very few people uh, exit their military service, regardless of branch, without ever having had at least one bad leader. And I would love to fucking interview the person that can honestly look me straight in the eye and say they never had a bad leader on any level ever. It's, it's I unfortunate. Had some shit NCOs and officers in my days, and 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 and, and, vi- and vice versa. We also had probably some of the best, and we stood shoulder to shoulder with some fucking giants too. So it's. It, the, the coin, you know, flips equally both ways. But boy, boy, when you've had some dog shit leadership, oh boy, does life fucking suck, right? Does life yeah. fucking suck? Right? Well, see, and that's the oh. that's the big thing at work for us right now is one of the leads. He's been the team lead for over a year now, 
but now he's got three more of us that have been put into lead spots. So he's used to, he's a boss. He's not a leader in any way, shape or form. And it's been expressed even to our manager many a times, our new manager. And now he's having a hard time relinquishing some of that power he had. Right. To us other leads. And he's still trying to boss us around, even right. though it's been made clear we're all equals now. Yeah. Boy, they, boy, they hate it when they, they, boy, do they fucking hate it when you catch up to them in rank. Boy, do they fucking hate that yeah. shit. My Norse record says my entire leadership in Alaska was garbage. The only good one we had was our captain when he got switched out halfway through our deployment. It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. It does. Yeah. It does. And yeah, yeah. I. Well, I don't want to go. I don't want to go down that spiral today. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep my uh. mouth shut. Some of the NCOs and uh, officers that I was not uh, quite as fond of over my time. That, although that's although, an after dark. <laughs> I gotta say, so like. On, on the bright side, heavily edited after dark. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Now, yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> on the bright side of things, though, like there was a leader who was actually like I, I still to this day consider one of my personal heroes. Um, he celebrated a birthday this week, and <laughs> the next day on Facebook, he was doing the kind of fairly typical, you know, thanking people for for shouting him out for his birthday. And in the comments, I see this motherfucker. This motherfucker's deployed again, right? Like amongst many other reasons, but one of the reasons this dude is like one of my personal heroes, dude, is like his fucking right sleeve, dude. You know, this is an army thing, but like on your right sleeve, you get a stripe for every six months. You're, you you know, you do combat service, Mm -hmm. right? His right sleeve is so fucking stupid long, dude. Like, it's like, it makes me laugh. And I I, I hate laughing about it like that, but it's, it's, you can't help it. It's like, and he's deployed again. And I like, I literally hit him in the comments and I was like, Tell fucking Mother Army to chill the fuck out on you, bro. Like you should be exempt at this point. Like this motherfucker's, <laughs> this motherfucker's got like he's, he's he's almost up to his fucking elbow in stripes, right? And he's 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 enlisted, okay? He's been in he's been in for a hot minute. He's he's a senior NCO now. Like but, pretty soon you're right. gonna have to remove your combat patch to fit all the fucking stripes. <laughs> no, <she didn't. laughs> you're yeah, like, no longer gonna Dude. fucking fit on your sleeve if you keep going. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> I, I can't really I can't really name drop on here because we are because we are kind of public, but I just wanted yeah. to again wish one of my personal heroes like very I hope he had a very happy birthday a couple days ago, homie. Freaking much love, much love. From uh, fucking, oh, it's fucking bad. Is yeah. he's a bad motherfucker, dude? He's a bad motherfucker, dude. And I like to. So yeah, so once we I had a fantastic I had a very busy one sixty eight this week. Um, I'll kind of leave the best for last, but I'll, I'll, I'll go kind of run through it real quick. Um, to kind of kick, to kind of kick it off last week, you said, let's read a book and Did I you continu- read this week? I continued, I continued with the Jedi path. Fuck yeah, bro. How is it so far? Hey, I mean, this thing is technically a Bible and a meditation book. Okay. In, 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 in the perspective, if you look in, in certain perspectives, and it just gives you, you know, you know, if you read through it, it gives you the, the history of the Jedi and what and how you built. I mean, my, the section that I was checking out uh, was the section on how to build a lightsaber through kyber crystals. And nice. that is a very that is a very important tradition in the Jedi in the Jedi's because that is pretty much yeah. what makes them. That gives it's their rank. It's what it's like you earn your lightsaber. This is your rank now. This is who I you love, are. I love that there is so much. Uh, what you might call what might have started as fan fiction, but it has become like 
canon and lore in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Especially, especially like small, small ass little details about like somebody, somebody made up a story on how to like build a lightsaber. Right. And then now it's, now it's like canon in the, in the Star Wars universe. Right. Like that's. Yeah. There's, and there's, that and there's actually two very awesome. And there's two, well, there's two, two things that I like to point out about this book that are very, so, you know, obviously we all know the Star Wars story, the story of, the, the great one which is a typical um complex that they have in all these movies and stuff like that well yeah. in this when you open up the jedi path the story of the great one is redacted completely interesting <laughs> it is and it really Love that <laughs> it really ties into the lore like who was who was the chosen one you right. know who was what it, it obviously was never Anakin or was it because at the end of the day when he died he brought balance to the Force. But see, right. I hate to say it because um, it's, Joe, it's Joe, one of my least favorite characters in all of Star Wars lore. Did you guys but, hear you know, that? Joe's, Joe, Joe's thong just went straight up his ass. Like, did you hear that? I heard it. <laughs> but if you ask me, the Great One was just a legend and a myth up until it became reality the rise of skywalker isn't that wait a minute hold on i just watched like the fucking lord of the rings trilogy last week i think i did a review on it or whatever like yeah. that's like the exact same that's exactly how the fucking lord of the rings started like it it it, it was forgotten to time until it became like basically legend and myth until it fucking popped up again and now it's a fucking yeah. big problem right like so, and now it's big, speaking of which would you get which race would you guys be if you're in the Lord of the Rings universe? Like, real quick. I'm just curious because, like, I was watching. I was like... Elf. Elf? What about you, Joe? Dwarf. Dwarf? I bet you guys can't fucking guess which one I would be. I'm scared. Hobbit, dude. You'd be a hobbit? Fuck yeah, I'd be a hobbit, dude. They had, like, the easiest fucking life ever. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? They, they got these- the... And, of course, Wrecker comes in with the dwarf oh. comment also. I, oh, I'm just... I'm Dude, fat. They farm. They drink. Farm, they drink. They drink and they smoke pot and they and they like procreate. That's their whole fucking life. In, in, I just in want, like, They just want to be left I, alone. Just want, just I just. Yeah. I just want the closest thing possible to Vulcaneers, and <laughs> I'm I'm cool with it. You know. I'm so sorry, uh, Joe. I but, totally cut you off from no. <laughs> all good, but but to circle back on my thought process though, and here's where my thought process on who the chosen one is. And why I'm saying it really didn't come to full play until the last of the Skywalker saga in the Rise of Skywalker with it being Rey. Because Rey, having no formal training, like, I'm sorry, you can't say Luke properly trained her. No. There was no, like. Luke himself himself was not properly trained, even if it was fucking Yoda as, as his fucking master. Well, yes, but at the same time, Luke had, you know, years between when Vader, the the fall of Vader and him going back to Anakin in a sense, to when Rey showed up to hone his skills as a Jedi. Rey lived on a junk planet, had no knowing she had any Force connectivity or powers, finds out she's connected to the Force, finds out not only is she connected to the Force, but she's the granddaughter of the biggest bad in all of Star Wars and is technically a Palpatine. 
but channels the force on the light side instead of the dark side to finally end all when it comes to that. Even though she should have been Ray Solano, but that's neither here nor there, in my opinion. But, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that I, I actually agree I just want to be a hobbit. I just want yeah, to be a fucking well, hobbit. Well, it, the the other interesting thing about this book up, is that the first thing that happens when you the first thing you see when you open the book, there's a log of owners. You know, okay. Yoda was the first one, Thame, Dooku, Qui-Gon, Obi. The last one was Luke. And, you know, throughout the book, you actually <laughs> see writings and they, they are identified through color and through signature, little notes that are left by the past Jedi. Interesting. Yeah. What was so, what, what what was Dooku's like? I'd be curious oh, to well, see what some of his. About, uh, so, so the interesting thing about Dooku, and I've been studying him a lot more recently because Tales of the Jedi is about to come out. Yep. And, and he is uh he is a character in there. Uh, so Dooku, he was just a rich. He was a count. You know, he was yeah. a count. He came from royalty, yeah. and his thing was more. I I he got kind of just dived into it because of. Just things that were around him. He wasn't a. He was never, you know, really a. I would never count him really as someone who was formerly a Jedi because he really played around with, you All know. He was. So the thing with Dooku is he went from growing up in a rich lifestyle to leaving that behind because he had or sensitivity. Going to the Jedi Temple, getting assigned to, you know, being a youngling, going through that basic part of the training, then getting assigned to a Jedi Master as a Padawan. To getting going back, yeah, Qui-Gon, um, to then becoming a Master himself, Qui-Gon was actually Dooku's Padawan at one point. Then Dooku leaves the Jedi, goes back to his home planet, because his whoever it was i think it was his brother or something passed away who was the count over his home planet or area that he was at right goes back to that then sidious or palpatine comes into play or no it was Ty uh no because he was tyrannus so yeah palpatine comes into play brings dooku back to or brings Dooku to the dark side of the yeah. force as a Sith Lord. And then on from and there, like, throughout the Then from there, yeah. we get Anakin cutting his head off. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's very, I mean, what, what are you going to do? Rich assholes are going to be rich assholes, right? Like, I mean, it's, you know, exactly. money, you know, and money, yeah. You know, absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? So what are you going to do? And that's exactly like the whole backstory with, with Dooku or Darth Tyrannus. Um, because he was just a rich asshole that ended up being a rich asshole. There's a uh, yeah. there's a uh, what you might call like a little tribe in uh, Stephen King's Dark Tower series, and they're called uh, the Big Coffin Hunters. And they are they're basically a, a group of failed failed uh, failed gunslingers, basically. So they didn't they didn't pass their trial to uh, to become gunslingers. So they basically were exiled from from Gilead in uh, in in the Dark Tower universe, basically. Oh, you're gonna um, you're gonna hear me talk about Gilead in a few minutes, actually. Interesting. Well, I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you what, John. Uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go drain my lizard real quick. I'm gonna fill I'm gonna refill my coffee. Why don't you guys bang it out for a couple of minutes real quick, and I'll be. Oh yeah, right well, back. I still I still got to I still got to 
talk about this anyway. So hey, what's go what's going on? Hey Zuzi Slash, Sheriff Slash. Gomez love, love, from love. Down and Dirty RP. And make sure you guys come down October 29th and hang out with us because we're having a big amazing race event. You could win a MLO, a Patreon car, a bunch of money and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Uh but yeah, so back to the Jedi Path. Jedi Path is a win. I'm I'm biased, so this is gonna be a 10 out of 10. Uh there is actually a series of these books. Um uh, I have two more right here which is the book of sith mm -hmm. which is treated treated more like a bible more than a training manual which is completely different than what um the jedi path is and what i all uh, this one i haven't even read yet but i'm going into it once i finish jedi path is the bounty hunter code there's another one in that series, and I think and I think there's another one, the Imperial Imperial Handbook and Rebel Files. Yeah, I think that, and I think there's a Rebel Files is the orange one, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, those are the next. Two. I mean, they're great books. They're they're fantastic. I really oh, enjoyed them. There's apparently a fourth one, a uh, fifth one. Oh, really? The Smuggler's Guide. Oh. Oh. I pulled, it, I, I, I pulled up Amazon to take a look. Um, yeah, that actually, that's new. I had no idea about um, about the Smuggler's Handbook. That's new to me. That act, That's probably going to be... They'll, they'll probably talk about the Kessel Run in that one because the cool thing about these books is that they have these little lore things that happen that are part of the stories. And it's actually really interesting. A great series of books, man. Um, are, I don't see an author here, to be honest with you. It kind of is just made by like Lucasfilm. It says Disney and Lucasfilm. So I'm not sure if you've seen the vault edition of the Jedi Path. Not the Jedi Path. I saw the vault edition of the Bounty Hunters code. So the vault edition of the Jedi Path is pretty cool. Um, and then there's also a vault edition for the Sith. Oh. Hey, and really you... all it is is just a nice fancy case with lights and opens up and stuff like that yeah mm -hmm. uh all right cool so my next review um I, since jay's not here i'll talk about this one uh love is blind is back you know i love my reality trash tv shows and love is blind is back <laughs> and and i'm back i'm back at it thinking about well why the hell if if people are so if they if you if you are 35 years old and you can't find love on the outside i don't understand what makes you think you're gonna find it on a tv sh on a blind date tv show where you get married three weeks later you know that's the thing like i always poke fun at those shows because like 90 day fiance like i'm sorry oh, jesus how stupid do you have to be to get engaged and married to somebody within 90 days of meeting them yeah like that's just it's, a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And so Love is Blind is not Must too children, far away. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, like it just but you know, it I and hey, more power to them. You know, more power to them. I mean, there, you see some real there's a few success stories from the last season and like the other seasons where they do it in other countries. But for the most part, there's a major fail rate with these things, and it it's uh it's just the whole social aspect of the whole situation is is what it's kind of what pulls me in you know mm -hmm. uh you have you have people who are blind dating all of the same people and they're 
having feelings for all the same people and then it starts that's where the drama comes in and it builds that that tv you know brings some of those ratings up but that's what makes the show yeah and then and then all of a sudden a couple months later down the lines that person's on fucking twitter being harassed because of god knows what because they look like an idiot on the show so i mm -hmm. mean i have no rating for it it's just another trash reality show my next review is american horror story american horror story is back baby and we're in 1981 new york okay and hey, that's the year i was born homie Fuck there it you go. Bro. so so if you guys aren't familiar with the timeline of what was going on in Old 1981 ass. You know, <laughs> old ass still running circles around you, Joe. <laughs> Jesus Isla says, "Damn, I met my wife and asked her to marry me less than two months of they've been together for fourteen years." Oh, really? That's just hey, luck that's of the a, draw, Jesus. Dude, that's a that's a dude. You, that's you found the right one. You know, like I didn't marry my wife until 2012, and I was that was four years after. But I probably would have married her the day that she, uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> what, what were you about to say, John? The day she let you smash or what? Like that first what? night. We, um, was it, was is it, it like a watermelon through a garden hose type More of incident bit. here? Was, was, it, was, um, it, was, it, was it magical? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If, Good evening, Ben Davies. Did she make your toes curl? <laughs> ben Davies. So, I, I mean... I, I, if my mom is still watching, I'm sorry, but you know, <laughs> let I, you know, what this had is happened family was, and friends should not watch this podcast. What had happened was, was that, <laughs> so, you know, my wife and I, we've known each other a long time. And so that first night we hung out together, you know, she, you know, you know, she, uh, you know, she got, she went low, 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 low. And oh, I'm remember, sure he was hung. And I remember, <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember I pulled her up, I pulled her head up, and I said, "You just want to be my girl," and yeah, that's that's how it happened. I think I asked her. I think the first time I proposed to her was like two days later in the shower, but you know, Jesus. we're still together oh, now. Jesus. That's fucking badass, dude. That's like that sounds that sounds like two or three amazing days in a row. That is fucking yeah. Damn, Jesus, that's a great story, man. See, hey. hey. Raw and unfiltered, baby. That's what we're all about. Okay, so yeah, uh, American Horror Story is back. In 1981, right New York. And if you guys know, if you guys under, know the timeline of what was going on, they're they're just learning about the AIDS pandemic. They they don't even have a name for it. It's just it's just starting. And oh, trivia, it's trivia time. Do you guys remember what the original name for the AIDS virus was? I grew up in the middle of that fucking pandemic, dude. Like, do you guys remember? They Anybody? say the. I, I the, say the name of grid. grid. Do you remember what grid? Do you remember what grid stands for? No. Gay related immune deficiency. Okay. Or gay related immune disorder, and like they because they didn't at the time they didn't have enough. Uh, there weren't enough. Uh, I guess interesting. It was, it, was, it was at the very beginning. At the very beginning of the outbreak, it was almost exclusively within the male homosexual community. It was, it was very tragic. Extremely fucking tragic. And it wasn't until they they started getting um, there was a crossover at some point, and they started getting it was everybody, and and then that's when it became acquired immune deficiency syndrome, right? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's like you remember like Ryan White, you know, he got it from a blood transfusion. Yeah. Like in the early in the early eighties, like we take so much fucking shit for granted these days with te with technology and like science and how like modern medicine like is like leaping and bounding you know above and beyond. 
The shit was fucking scary back then. Like in the early 80s, it was, it was a fucking death sentence. If you got it, you died. That was it. Like, yeah. might, might, might be soon, might be fucking later, but eventually, like, you fucking die. It was a goddamn yeah. death sentence. And like, and it, and at the very, very beginning, they didn't even know, they, they were still trying to trace like where it started and how it started. And like, it was, it was, it was, it was happening uh, almost exclusively within the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the male homosexual community. It was a fucking devastating tragedy uh, within that community. On top of that, there's a thing if you could look up, it's, it's, it's called Carposis sarcoma. And like, that's when they started realizing and starting to put like two and two together on like, I'm sorry, I'm fucking like nerding no, out. No, no, like, no, you're was, good because it was a fucking scary, it was a very scary time. And I remember seeing like more fucking shit on the news about it when I was a kid and like reading stuff in the papers and magazines and watching documentaries about it. Some of the fucking champ champions of the cause, like Princess Diana was one of the first celebrities to ever shake the hand of, a, of, a, of an AIDS patient. And by her doing that, it showed showed the fucking world like you don't just fuck you don't transfer it just by fucking just by fucking touch. It's, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't people were fucking scared because it was it yeah. was a fucking it was a fucking death sentence. If you got it, you died. I did they, not know that about Princess Diana. That's actually very oh, fuck interesting. Yeah, bro. And, and 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 Jesus Islas, hey, pull that clip up, Squilini. He says, "Damn, Jay actually taught me something today. Let's go." <laughs> So and and, and and it's very that's very good information because in the show they don't they they're just calling it an amoeba. And what's very and now we're talking about 1981 New York, and I just have to say, they really got the look of 1981 New York with people just falling all over all over the place in New York City during that time. Like they mm -hmm. the, the set the settings are great. Zachary Quinto is back and he could not I could not be more excited to have such a prolific actor back in the American Horror Story series and there is tons of sex as always but this time the villain is named Big Daddy and he walks around <laughs> in a big leather X outfit with a big mask and he just walks around you know killing people but the thing that is very funny is that there was a scene where they're interrogating a young man who who the the, the man who made the hotline for during that time when that community was being targeted for many murders and things like that if, you know again, if you remember the timeline so there was a hotline that was made they arrested the man in the hotline and while he was sitting there getting interrogated they were just like yeah we we something about oh we we do things in the confines of the law and this big dude maybe 320 pounds six foot four in underwear and a cowboy hat comes in and slaps the shit out of the guy and walks away. So I don't know what happened there. And then there was a party scene where they're talking about daddy's sick milk and something like that. Uh, so yeah, uh, 10 out of 10 American horror story is back. This is going to be the greatest season ever. Uh, I'm going to keep my next review handmaid's tale real quick. It's looking good. Gilead is going to fall. Um, keep, keep an eye out on, um, Keep, keep watching Handmaid's Tale. And the last review that I have, I'm sorry, is Spicecape New York City. Um, I went to this fucking place yesterday with my wife. Um, I'm going to throw up a couple pictures for you guys real quick. And I mean, I'm just going to kind of go kind of like break down everything that happened. So you go in there. It's a museum. And in the museum, it has a bunch of stuff that you could actually go in there and touch and mess around with and things like that so this right here um these are as soon as you walk oh whoops as soon as you walk in we got all we got these cameras oh 
what the hell is going on? There we go. All right. So we got these cameras here. So you go when it's a spy. It's technically a, it's an interactive spy museum. You, know, you go with, yeah, that you go in there. Yeah, you go in there. The cameras are in there. This actually made me laugh because uh, the one camera that was in there was a grinder camera. <laughs> <laughs> they had a, a grinder camera in the spy museum. Um, so right here, and this was actually really cool because I geeked out because this was the car that was used in the Dark Knight for Bruce Wayne. Okay. Um, okay. They have a they have a Batman exhibit in this museum. Um, I was unable to. We didn't go to that one. We chose the Spy Date Experience, which is actually really cool. It's a two person package. Okay. Um, you actually you get a free stylus, and they, there's a bookstore in there. There's a spy store in there, and. Very, very interesting stuff. But you walk in, they have the Murcielago there. Right next to it, the James Bond vehicle. Dope. Uh, so yeah, but that's not even the good stuff. So we have old typewriters here that were used from World War II. This thing you could actually use in the museum. They actually, it was out there for you to actually type is on. Enig- is that the Enigma machine? Yes, it is. Ha-ha. <laughs> Ha-ha. Fuck yeah. I recognize that by fucking sight, dude. Like, I know exactly yeah. what that is. <laughs> so they actually allow you to sit there for as long as you want. And actually, you get these cool little wristbands, too. And the wristbands are your key throughout the whole museum. You could you actually use this to lock and open your locker as well. And if you were done, you could actually go for another round and go again if you wanted to. Holy really shit. cool stuff. That sounds, uh, like, that sounds like a lot of fun. It was good. Sixty nine bucks for two people, but you got to use the Enigma machine, and you could see on the wall like what you're typing, the code and stuff. You had to like switch the wires. Very intricate stuff. This oh, right yeah. here, yeah. Jay, they- if you know Jay, talk. T- t- what is this? <laughs> that's how. That's how they fucking broke the. That's how they broke the Enigma machine. And what that is is that is a that is the most one of the most primitive forms of a computation device, i.e., a computer in human history right there. It's not the first, okay? But that like for 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 the modern era of computing, that is one of the first, okay? And there was a gentleman who had this idea of this net. What's the fucking what's the dude you you said you touched his suit? Alan Turing. Alan Turing, is that? That's the, the that, that's the agent. Is that yep, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Let me yeah, look up you his actually, it, He was yeah. in a movie, he was in a movie the, about the imitation game. The guy that cracked that. Yep, the, guy the imitation game. They and yeah, yeah, that thing. That yeah, thing so, so this like, does does like. Yeah, so that, what, like a high a higher level of like math computing. First yeah, machines yeah. We ever made so, to do it. So the so the so the replicas that were in here were used for the movie. These were the actual movie props <laughs> that yeah. they used for the movie. Some of these items here. Um, the next one here, this was a, so in this table here, that's my wife right there. My wife is the star. Um, you have a table here where you have to do a mission where you have to you you rub your wristband, you rub your wristband onto the table. It says hello, Jonathan, and it tells you a mission, and you have to answer these questions to make sure that your agent doesn't get caught. My agent got caught. I wasn't oh, fast shit. enough. Um, oh. we have oh. a lie detector machine. Pseudoscience. Fun, yep. f- fun fact, um, fun fact, lie detector, mm-hmm. lie detector tests are not admissible in court for a reason. Just letting you guys know that. Because it's still considered yep. pseudoscience. Uh, and more updated one. Yep, we have another updated one right here. 
and I for, I'm not gonna lie to you, I forgot what this was, but this whole section here was talking about Mr. Uh, Robert Hansen. And if Jay, who was Robert Hansen? That was the guy that Benedict Cumberbatch played, right? No, uh, this was actually from a whole different movie. Uh, Robert Hansen was the special was the special agent who worked for the KGB and the FBI. Oh, was he one of the KGB plants? Yeah. <laughs> I think, oh, and, and, okay. yeah. Yeah, from what I understand, um, I, I, I didn't know much about this. Uh, this actually was the props from the movie called Breakdown. Okay. Which you could, and they were actually, if you go around the museum, you can actually touch the suits, the actual suits that were worn in the movies. That actually. Um, really, and then this was, this was the whole area for for Mr. Hansen here, uh, the KGB and FBI exhibit, which was so wild, Crazy Ace TV. What's going on? Okay, yeah, welcome, uh, welcome, brother. Good to see you again. Hell yeah. So, so right here, this this was. Uh, you had to determine here if a suspect was lying about being a spy, which I got that right. I found out the bitch was lying. What a bitch. This. Okay, so this is actually a panoramic shot. I wonder if I could like... Oh, right, here we go. This is the surveillance room. Nice. Mm -hmm. And it actually had surveillance from the out, from outside, actual cameras. that you And there were actors in these surveillance cameras sitting in there live and you could just look in there and be like oh look at that like you had you had the headphone on and you had to determine where your thing was that's another photo of it it was a real that was probably one of the coolest stations um in the museum itself the anonymous room oh there you go um it? it went through, <laughs> so it went through the history of anonymous uh-huh I, you know, and these masks were actually owned by actual anonymous members that were donated to the museum. Uh, you can see that some of them have names on it. Um, one, my favorite one, where is it? Hey, November. did that one say Harris? Go back to that, that one. one. Hold on. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's cool. I like uh, that. What else? We, uh, and this was, to me, this was the more, probably the worst thing about the whole museum was the laser room. I thought we were going to do some entrapment Sean Connery shit in there. Uh-huh. Um, no, you're just pressing buttons and make sure you don't touch the fucking laser. Still fun, but whatever. Okay. Um, this, is a this is a telescope. The world's smallest telescope. I like that. And you, and you can see my wife's boob there. <laughs> a, World oh, yeah, War a World War II folding bike. Nice. I, I thought this was probably one of the coolest items in there. And um, during and these are actual documents during the Cold War um, that were given out for six survival seekers for atomic attacks. Yeah, dude. This I remember doing. I, I remember doing doing a nuclear bomb drill or two, freaking when I was in elementary school. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, another a White House statement about the nuclear, uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis, and then we're back to the cameras. So right. yeah, uh, I just want to say too, um, the the staff were very um, positively holier than thou. What do you mean? Um, they were they were very welcoming. They pretty much said, "Hey, if you want to go again, you could go again without extra charge." Um, the safety there was pretty good. You know, the locker rooms are right next to the main entrance. Uh, Security, oh, for were, secure, security for a security for a museum was was they were top really notch. Good they were really yeah. good. No, I I'm going to give the service a ten out of ten. The museum a nine nine out of ten. Okay, 
fucking not out of 10. Now, I mean, holy shit, we're 45 minutes in. Let's Man. let's get into your shit now. My shit. Oh god. Like how how big of a pile do you want? It's <laughs> like <laughs> now I we uh I don't know. Did uh did a couple things this week and then uh I uh I I, I watched uh I, I started playing uh I've been trying to get back into like uh having more of a uh hobbies, right? So I got back into reading, I got back into I'm trying I'm trying to get back into playing more video games. Like not not all the time, just when I have some downtime just to like get the fuck out of my head for a little bit, play a video game, right? So this week I fucking I started replaying uh the 2016 uh, version of Doom, and that game was fucking is like still to like just so fucking badass, and I'm looking forward to playing the sequel once I finish kicking the shit out of this one. Um, for all of you out there, uh, if, if you're curious about my my, my gameplay and, and my my habits uh, during gameplay, uh, I play on uh, I play Doom on like the easiest fucking level, right? The easiest fucking <laughs> setting, and I just fucking slaughter everything. Okay, that's that's how, that's how I do. Okay, and I love it. And it's just, it's like, uh, it's basically like an emotional punching bag. And I can just like, you know, like, and I love, I love the, the concept of the game is so fucking cool because you're basically like the only thing that like demons fear, right? And the whole point of the game is just to slaughter the fuck out of like every demon you see, right? And no matter what they send at you, like, you're not afraid of them, like, they're afraid of you. And you, you even like invade hell itself, like, you invade hell itself and go fuck shit up in hell. Which is fucking even cooler, right? It's just like, yeah. it, you know, the, the 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 in the metaphorical sense, like just so much fucking fun to play, you know. And when shits when shits getting really fucking raw, dude, you pull out a chainsaw, dude, and you just light light these motherfuckers up, dude. And it's so fucking fun, dude. And like, I'm just having a great time, like replaying Doom. Uh, there's a lot of portions of the game that I uh, don't necessarily remember from like my first uh, time or two playing through it. So uh, just been having a lot of fun with that. And then. Uh, I read a book this week. Uh, since I know a lot of you guys are like uh, just win window lickers and knuckle draggers out there, uh, I, I always want to encourage you guys to like educate yourselves and um, you know better better yourselves like uh, not not only physically and uh, spiritually but like mentally too. Sharpen your minds, okay? So like read a fucking book once in a while. You guys are like you guys are functionally illiterate, okay? And like it, it really sucks. <laughs> it really sucks these days. I try. I try. So I, I said it last week. I try so hard not to judge people. You know, when when they type something to me or text or send a fucking email or whatever, it's just it's it's really hard not to judge people sometimes when it's like basic spelling errors, punctuation. It's like, bro, like read a book. It's it, it, it's that easy. If you read a book, you'll see how to like send an email. It's not that hard. You know what I mean? So anyways, this week I read a book called Blood Meridian by an author uh, by the name of Cormac McCarthy. Uh, this book is much like doom uh extremely fucking violent um also uh it's it's kind of a it's a semi historical fiction it's not quite historical fiction but it's close because some of the uh some of the elements in that in this book are actually like from real western history old west history um and that and and, and parts of the story kind of revolve around that but it's not quite all the way historical fiction if that makes sense what is historical um, and it's been, this has been, this is, this book is widely considered one of the greatest, uh, Westerns ever written at this point. Um, and it's, and it's in the running for like, you know, the great American novel, basically. Uh, I sat down and read it and I read it all the way through, kind of reminded myself of like, I've read it before, but a long time ago. And, um, 
the book is very violent, extremely violent. It's very historically accurate as far as like how um, how desolate the Wild West was. And uh, you know, you, John, do you remember when I did the the review on 1883? You know, the the Yellowstone side yep. project. Very much, very much similar to that. Like if, if okay, you're looking, yeah. very much similar to that. Like like the 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 frontier, the wide open spaces, uh, the the the, uh, the the constant threat from uh, indigenous tribes in the surrounding areas. Okay, it was fucking brutal. And then on top of that, they weave this story. There's this particular character in there called the Judge, who may or may not be the embodiment of like the devil. Okay, and and that throws a whole nother fucking thing into into the mix, basically. And it's a wonderful fucking story. Um, it it, get, it does get very graphic at times, but for those of, those of us in the veteran community, um, probably not going to bother you too much. Okay, so. I give fucking uh, Blood Meridian an absolute fucking 10 out of 10. Book is fucking amazing. Okay, written by an amazing author. He also uh, wrote uh, The Road, if you guys are familiar with uh, with The Road. Okay, which was made into a movie by uh, starring uh, Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> Very depressing book that was, you know. But Very uh, depressing movie, but a fantastic movie at that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's Cormac McCarthy. So, like, he's he has a, he has a laundry list of fucking great literature out there. Um, I think Does this is like my... Does he do a lot of like post-apocalyptic and violent stories? Um, I'll tell you what. Let me let me. I already have him kind of pulled up here, so let me see here. Let me give you a let me give you a little bit of a. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, because you know I'm a I'm a. He did all, all the all the pre, all the pretty horses. Okay, no country, no country for old men. Okay, the road. Interesting. Yeah, okay. he, yeah. That's that's this guy. That's fucking this guy. Same same fucking dude for all that shit. Interesting. Okay, so yeah, that's, you know, so. You know, put it put a little bit of a put a put a little bit of a uh, a stimulus package like up into your up into your brain pieces, guys, and uh, educate yourselves and get let, let's get literate together so we can uh, so we can help uh, our children freaking like uh, fix this fucking wounded earth. Okay, so let's get smart together. How about that? So cool. that was uh, that was my review for uh, Blood Meridian uh, this week. So next week I'll have another one, guys. I'm just gonna keep doing it every week until uh, you guys start catching up. <laughs> shit so is it are we going into the i think we might have to oh, i think shit. we might have to all right well you know what that means camera's off it's just him oh here we go yeah <sighs> oh shit It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a long while. Mel Pilgrims, it's been another 168. Let's chew on some trail dust together. Saddle up them horses. We'll take a short ride down into that valley over yonder. Won't take us too long. And we'll uh, we'll part ways when we get done. All right. So, yeah. So, this week, um, <clears throat> I'm going to do – I just want to remind – I just – I just I just want to remind everybody uh, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only, so uh, don't don't take everything too literally that you see on this show. Okay, uh, this week I thought it would be uh, a little bit different to inject some humor into the Roadhouse like I usually do, but uh, it's going to be a little bit of the of the darker variety. Okay, so don't don't go too crazy on me. Okay, but uh, this week's Roadhouse is going to be brought to you uh, by the ICU. Okay, at your local hospital. Okay, so we're going to be talking about survival tips 
uh, when you got to fucking like spend nights and days at the hospital. Okay. So I don't know if anybody else out there, I'm sure many, many of you have, uh, if you, if you've, if you've ever had to spend, uh, I don't know, say longer than like, I don't know, two and a half weeks in a fucking hospital, you know, like shit, shit starts to suck. Okay. So this week, your friendly neighborhood, Jay has got some survival tips. Okay. First things first. Okay. Uh, initially, uh, upon entry, okay. You're going to notice that like, you're going to, for, you're going to forget shit. Okay. You're going to forget stuff like, I don't know, eating, you know, drinking water, you know, stuff like that. Okay. So after the first couple of days, what you got to do is you're going to start force feeding yourself. Okay. Here's Jay's recommendation. All right. My recommendation is you go to, you go to your local gas station. Okay. You pick up some, like, uh, some like meat snacks. Okay. Some type of jerky, uh, some them, them long fucking old Wisconsin sticks. Okay. Whatever, whatever your, whatever your pleasure. Okay. Okay. Just mash, mash a couple of those down. Okay. And you're going to wash it down, uh, with some type of like trail mix or, uh, or whatever particular, uh, flavor of nut you like. Okay. Put all them nuts in your mouth. All right. Cause what you're getting here is fucking protein. Okay. You're getting proteins and carbs. All right. Okay. You got to make sure you drink water and stay hydrated. Okay. Around like day five to day seven, okay. This is where you got to start reminding yourself to like stay a little bit in shape, okay. You probably got not like way out of way out of like habit with your exercise regimen, okay. So when you're when you're pacing, okay, around around bedside, okay, make sure you get your steps in and say about every hour or so, get down and do some push-ups, okay. So you're gonna do some push-ups about like once on the hour every hour, okay. You set your own limits. Don't do more than your body can handle. All right. Once you're at, at like week one, you know, week and a half encroaching on like the two week area. Okay. It's going to start getting hard to sleep. Okay. Cause like every little thing wakes you up. You haven't gotten any sleep for the last couple of weeks anyways, you know, so you might need some fucking night, night juice. Okay. All right. This is where, uh, this is where it gets a little tricky. Okay. You can take a, a 20 ounce, uh, garden variety, uh, soda. Okay. You drink it down to about where the label is. Okay. The top of the label, not the bottom of the label, the top. Okay, you can replace what you drank down to the label with about two regular shooters of your uh, favorite particular brand of uh, maybe uh, some some <laughs> some type of like hard alcohol. Okay, so if you need to get like that hour and a half, two hour freaking, like, <laughs> hour nap, okay, you know, before like the nurses come in and fucking wake you up again, okay, that's some night night juice. Okay, okay, I don't necessarily condone uh, drinking in hospitals. Okay, but if you're there, say like longer than like I don't know. 14 fucking hours a day anyways, you know, it might help once in a while, you know, and we're all adults here. So, you know, it is what it is. Okay. By the way, fucking, I love the fucking night shift, dude. Day shift. We're fucking amazing. Okay. Love day shift, but night shift are my people, dude. Okay. All you night shift graveyard warriors out there and fucking like nurse land fucking, you have my fucking respect. Okay. All right. They like to party. They get down, dude. And as long as you freaking like mind your P's and Q's, dude, like they're kind of hands off, dude. Day shift are kind of like virgins. You know what I mean? Like little sticking a little bit too close to the rules. You know what I mean? Like a little bit too try hard over here. Still fucking angels. Still fucking amazing. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> still, fucking, still fucking amazing. Okay. All of you out there, I, I do want to say too. What? Anybody, anybody in the nur- in the nursing uh, medical professions, my hat is off to fucking you. You people all do a a, a tremendous job and occupy a profession that I could never do in my entire life. Okay. I don't have the emotional like wherewithal to withstand the kind of shit you guys see 
on a fucking sometimes daily fucking basis. Okay. I don't have the emotional wherewithal to do the kind of shifts that you guys do. Okay. Uh, people say very similar things uh, about us in, in the military community. And I, I can see where I can see where it comes from. And my hat is off to the fucking the heroes out there in the medical community making fucking miracles happen like every goddamn day. Um, and if you if you ever spend like fucking three weeks in a hospital, you'll see them fucking doing it. OK, and like they're, they're fucking some bad motherfuckers in there. Love you guys all, dude. Thank you very, very much. Every last one of you guys. You're all fucking like real life angels fucking making real life fucking miracles happen. Uh, using fucking modern science and technology fucking witchery that my dumb grunt brain would never fucking understand. So hats off to all of you in the fucking ICU. Fucking that was Jay's Roadhouse for the week. Thank you guys. Uh, I damn that was uh quick. I was uh wasn't prepared to come back. Sorry, it's a, if it's a little foggy over here. I'm just Johnny. I <laughs> just kind of Johnny Carson. What kind of Johnny? Doing? Kind of just Johnny Carson this shit a little bit. <laughs> you remember those? You remember uh, David Letterman back in the day? He'd like fucking like lean the fuck over, <coughs> and then when he'd come up, he'd like accidentally like puff out like a little thing of cigar smoke. You know, cause, yep. like not, not supposed to be smoking on air. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. <coughs> oh man, what a time to be alive! <laughs> uh, so, we got some, so we got some news. Um, okay. First, first news. Uh, DD214 Gaming is having a weight loss challenge. Okay. Okay. Tell me about it. So we don't have full details. I'm still we're still working out the final kinks. The very final kinks, from what I understand. I'm this is being handled by more of the rest of the team than it is me. Okay. And I couldn't be more grateful for that. It was uh it was spurred from um good old Dylan Mason, Midnight Moss, Midnight Mace, Midnight Mass. Whatever you Dickhead. want to call him, dickhead, you know, Richard Cranium, whatever you want to call him. He, uh, he, our local monkey running around smoking a cigar. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's, and he motivated a bunch of the guys to get into this challenge. And well, let me just tell you, uh, Jason Gass, who is it? Jason Gasses, you, Norse Wrecker, Dylan. I, I enjoy being a fat body. Um, I have not oh, signed okay. up for said challenge yet. I'm still I'm still debating it because personal things. Absolutely. Um, so. I got to say, like, I, I it's kind of funny that this kind of happened, like, and and, and I was kind of like uh, unaware, unawares of it. Right. Because uh, I'm actually going, God damn it. Like, I want to be a fat body. I literally want to be a fat body. I literally just want to, like, chill the fuck out, you know, but apparently this universe just does not have it in for me to fucking chill the fuck out. Right. So, like. Basically, like after the Chiefs game today, like I got to go on a freaking on a freaking little bit of a beer diet, and I'm gonna be getting back into my exercise regimen like uh, pretty hardcore starting tomorrow. And uh, I remember uh, this is a long, long time ago. I was uh, <clears throat> I was uh, training training to to go to an army school, and and uh, I I trained basically for like seven months straight, and I started out very very slowly. You know what I mean? Uh, taking it kind of easy, easy on my body. So I didn't rush too hard into it, you know, but by the end of those seven months, dude, like I was a fucking, like I was a fucking machine and like, it didn't take, it really didn't take long. Like you start yeah. with, you start with like one kind of like semi light, you know, maybe like barely moderate workout a day, you know, five or six days a week, you know, somewhere around week two, week three, 
you know, you start, you know, pumping it up a little bit of cardio, adding a little bit more to the end of the workouts, you know, by weeks like four or five, you're fucking starting to get into like light two a days. You know what I mean? Like you're starting to get into two days and like, you know, like I'm saying, by, by week fucking four or excuse me, by month four or five, you know, you're doing like a heavy ass workout in the morning and a fucking moderate to heavy fucking workout at night, you know, five, six times a week, you know, which by that time you can have a fucking cheat day by then, right? You've earned it at that mm-hmm. point. You'll see it and you'll know it's okay to fucking drink a couple beers, you know, on Sunday watching football, or it's okay to have like a glass of beer, literally a glass guys. Let's not get fucking crazy here. It's okay to have a glass of beer with a dinner maybe once or twice a week. Right. Yeah. But that's like, I got to do the exact same shit. I got like, literally like, I like it's, it's happening. Like I'm, I'm going to watch my chiefs yeah. fucking beat up on the fucking 49ers here in a little bit. And that's probably going to be it for me for a while. Like I gotta get, I gotta get back into fucking yeah. army shit. Cause this goddamn universe can't stop kicking my dick inside out. So yeah. Well, you know well, what I mean? hey. well, Hey, if you, if you do want to sign up for this, the link is in our description and the link will also be posted in the group. Um, the Sean Myers, uh, he's also a part of this too. He made the form and everything like that. Now there is going to be a prize pool. There is a prize for this. We are we are working out we are working out the cranks on how the prize is going to work, uh, how much the prize is going to be. This, there will be a cash prize for this. I will and I will also throw out there too. Like as an administrator, I will not be part of that prize pool at all. So I will take up Copy. the challenge with you guys probably. But as an administrator and a uh, you know a member yeah. Of- well, you know, so, kind of a, not a not a saying like I will not be I will not take part in in any of that. Just so of you course, know, yeah. No, there's no uh, there's no you know uh, content gaming and what we're doing. So go ahead, go ahead, Joe. I'm and sorry. and you know that's the thing. That's a that's a great point. Um, right now though, currently everybody that is signed up or is participating is part is it, is of administration. For DD two fourteen gaming, now, except except the Sean Myers, which was good. I mean, we've been talking about it. I'm just saying, but yeah, yeah. Which um, I mean, of course, there is a chance as we promote this. We've got actually a little less than a week um, before you know everything's due. Signups are due and all that stuff for it because I'm actually looking at it in the Discord right now. Um, and if we get more people that sign up that aren't admins, that is a fair point there, um, Jay. Well, and and as as far as if we're talking about, I'm I'm specifically talking about myself, and only because I've been with the community for so long. It's one of those like I would I would prefer to re- pull myself out of that particular part of it. Only be, not so much with 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 you other fine gentlemen, okay, and ladies. Yep. It's it's not you guys. It's it's me, right? <laughs> it's like I'm gonna yeah. let you I'm gonna let you down softly. Right, well, like and that's we just be friends. You know what I mean? That's like, the thing. Like, there's there's two different things that have been talked about: doing a yeah. paid for version where there's the prize pool, and then doing a hey, I want to participate, but I don't really care about winning money by losing the most weight over the course of this challenge. Sure. I just want to participate because it's giving me the motivation to lose the weight. There you go. And um, I, I can I can assure you, I will probably not be the one to lose the most weight. I'm actually going the. <laughs> I can't participate because if I participate, I'll wither away. I'm like, I'm like five pounds away from my fucking goal weight, dude. And like, I'm realizing now I got to fucking, I got to add, I got to add 10. And like, that is so so fucking frustrating. It is so fucking frustrating because like I I was, I was five pounds away from my goal weight. and I I have to go up now. I have to go up again. 
I feel that's where discussions like starting November 1st. I mean, honestly, we're going into the holiday season. Right. Which is traditionally not, not the best. That is the worst time to try to lose weight or put on muscle mass. I didn't because even think about that. It, but but if mus- you, if adding muscle now, mass. And if you start now, by the time you hit Thanksgiving and some of the Christmas parties and Christmas, you might be allowed a fucking cheat day or two if you start now. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's basically the beginning of November. That gives you about a month, month and a half to fucking put your dick in the dirt and yeah. fucking do something for yourself to where th- when Thanksgiving rolls around, give yourself fucking Thanksgiving. Enjoy that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, oh, yeah. That's, that's a motivator right there. You know what I mean? I mean, and, and that's the big thing is, you know, we're going into the holiday season, which for a lot of people, it's really hard because, you know, for, for most people that are, our age that have significant others we don't just have you know one thanksgiving dinner to go to or one uh, one christmas to go to or anything like that we have multiples because we've got our significant others family we've got our family we've got you know always want to get together and do stuff however yes dylan just like you just said there if you can discipline yourself through these holidays there won't be anything stopping you When there ain't a holiday, which is what Jay was pretty much saying is, you know, we get to Thanksgiving. If you start now, you can afford to take Thanksgiving and splurge and eat all the damn pumpkin pie or whatever the fuck you want, because you've already the mac and cheese is always the go to for me, too. Um, I make a killer homemade one. I think it was. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was last year, John, because I had I think we did our podcast from. Well, anyways, we had Thanksgiving uh, in Iowa, okay? And oh, yeah. I think it was, I don't remember if it was the morning of Thanksgiving or the morning after or the morning before, but I went for a run out in the countryside, basically. And it, it was the first run I, I had in, I don't know how goddamn long at the time. You know what I mean? And it was just, it was beautiful. It was amazing. And it was just like, because I was there and because I could, you know what I mean? And that was like... Yeah. And, and even that, that that will help with the process too if you go for if you know if you're actively working out and things like that that obviously will help with the process with everything i would love to see so many people on this um i mean w- there's more there's a couple more talks that need to finish up but for the for the sure. most part there is a registration form i the registration form will be put up a big shout out to the team for for get for work for you guys doing, this idea up you know you guys are doing fucking amazing keep it the fuck up like oh my god like we cannot yeah. you guys you guys have started like not just stepping up but like stepping the fuck up like hard and it's it, it's it's plain to see thank you guys so much for fucking supporting us like thank you for supporting yourselves okay like that's the whole fucking idea that's exactly why we kind of stayed uh fairly decentralized uh here d214 gaming like it's not about fucking us it's about the community like that is exactly what the fuck it's supposed to be Thank you guys so much. Seriously. Uh, in other news, um, and actually, I thought this was going to take long, but it's actually not. Uh, Fallout, my favorite video game series of all time. You, me, and Laura, I'm waiting for you to give me that call so that I could yes, break nerd, down that nerd, nerd the fuck out on Fallout. Yeah. So I could so I could talk about this because there there is so much about Fallout that is so special. Okay. Um, I wouldn't bring down just be, nothing. Nothing is ever going to be as special as you, John. I love you so much. I love, I love you, John. I love, I love you, man. I love you, man. And so we're going to break down a really quick timeline real quick. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have played. I have. 
finally and comfortably calm down. Thank you. Thank you. I... <laughs> That's a good one. I think that guy. In, I think that guy in the back is on fucking peyote, dude. Like Jesus. So like... <laughs> I, I. So last year. Do you last see the size year, of that chicken? Sorry. Last dude. year, I could not comfortably say that I played every single Fallout game. Okay. Right. This year, I say I could. I have played every single Fallout game, uh, whether I've played a couple minutes of it, a uh, couple percentage to get a feel for it. I have literally played every single Fallout game that that there is out there today. And Damn. to be honest with you, I own every single one of them now, too. Um, they're all in my library, uh, not just because they're on Game Pass, but because Bethesda gave them to me for free. And so did Amazon. So thank you. Um, what are you going to say, Squilini? So I was actually going to mention when we while we're talking about Fallout that right now Fallout 3 is free in the Epic Game Store. So if yes, you don't is. have Game Pass and you play on PC, which if you don't have Game Pass and you play on PC, we need to have a serious conversation about that. Yeah. You can at least get Fallout 3 for free right now during the uh 25th anniversary. Is it on yeah. is it on Game Pass? Yeah. Yeah. Which one's the best one? Um, oh. any of them except I, 76. Yeah, 76 is a multiplayer game, which, you know what, we'll just break it down real quick, because in 1997, the first Fallout game came out, and it was an over-the-top, you know what, we're just gonna... <laughs> I, lo I, lo I love watching you nerd out, John. I fucking love this shit, dude. Oh, oh yeah, so the, it, dude. so the first one came out by Interplay Entertainment in 1997 it started it all and i'm going to read it to you like a script it's a half a century later during 2161 in the waste of southern california this is where the brotherhood of steel started uh the original fallout senses around one one lone vault dweller tasked with finding a functioning water chip for their vault before it runs out of life sustaining water which is a big theme that is in the fallout lore there is they're running out of water it's irradiated nuclear war baby um the next one 1998 <laughs> 1998 fallout 2 we're still in the over the top now what's very interesting about this is that they're not they skipped a few they skipped tactics tactics is ta there's another one called fallout tactics which follows the same storyline we're going through the geck the, and the geck is called the the garden of eden control something excuse me i don't even remember that one the geck the game that did it for me Fallout 3. This is the first and only game I've ever 100%ed on. Holy shit. Takes place in 2277. It he Lone Walder comes out of comes out of the wasteland of the Vault 101 and his task going through Washington DC is to save the water supply. Um Liam Neeson is the father in the game, which brings a nice beautiful touch and um yeah. Mr. Hellboy is like does he make fucking casual threats like that he will find you uh no because you're your set of skills it's funny <laughs> because it's funny because you're the one looking for him in this game <laughs> oh okay okay do you, yeah. do you, do you want to know what movie was like my, my introduction to, to liam neeson when i was a kid there's a movie called rob roy oh, about an irish dude you have to check it out sometime my god i'm uh, old as shit one. i'm old as shit bro now people say that Fallout Fallout 3 is to me Fallout 3 is the best Fallout game but people say Fallout New Vegas is the best one. There's a Midwestern take to the Fallout series. There's a casino and stuff like that. 
and this this was fun because you had different ro robotics, different monsters. Uh, a lot of people say this is the best one. I disagree. I think it's the second best one. The next one in our series, Fallout 4, which was originally supposed to take place in New York City, but they decided to go to the shitty city of Boston. Oh, the most disgusting place in the world. Listen to you. And just the I hatred, fucking... The hatred so, and the listen, so, spewing uh, out of your mouth. It's like, disgusting. <laughs> disgusting fucking town. Oh I hate God. Coming from you coming from a guy from Jersey, <laughs> I hate the government. Philly's I hate the people. <laughs> I hate their government. I hate their people. I <laughs> I hate their I hate their beer. I don't even like beer, but I hate their beer. Are you uh, sure? Are you sure? Are you sure it isn't just because you hate the fucking Red Sox? I hate them Fox even bro? more. I hate. Like, them are you even sure? More. I hate them even more. <laughs> God damn. Now, uh, so now we're up to Fallout Four. Now, a lot of people. Now, to me, this actually this game taught me how to mod games because this game allowed you to mod. And currently, my Fallout Four game file is all my enemies are stormtroopers, and I carry around the lightsaber, and I wear no, <laughs> I Jedi robe. Um, that is, I have I have modded my Fallout Pretty Four epic. to be a Star Wars simulator in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Um, but Fallout 4 was that is another fucking dumb play footage but Fallout there, John. 4. I got you. I got you. I'll get some. Um the now Fallout 4 was really fun because you could do all these cool mods and stuff like that, but the story and stuff was fantastic because the first people you encounter are called the Minutemen. And it's a very, you know, let's go back into the history. We're playing in Boston, you know, and we have the Minutemen. The Minutemen are back. And yeah. you join the Minutemen. And John, you know, and you John also joined the Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah, yeah, and what's really cool about this from about, Boston. Is, now, what's really cool about Bastard. this game is that to kind of go into the plot, the game starts off during now the the whole lore of the game is that if the United States embraced 1940s nuclear power, this is the world that we would be living in. And the beginning of the game starts off in in a world where America has embraced nuclear power, flying cars, everything still looks like it's from the 50s. But it's futuristic. And is it a flying car? Is it a flying car? It's a flying car. <laughs> you know, this is so, for you, John, and your hate, or Je yeah, uh, John, and your hate of Boston. Oh <laughs> Jesus! I, and Sam fuck Adams, you, yeah, fuck, and fuck yeah, you too, fuck Sam yeah, Adams. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, Squilini. Fucking get him. Fucking get him. Uh, no, what, he was no, like, was I hate their beer too, so I had to go grab one out the fucking <laughs> fridge. <laughs> so the one thing that really enticed me about this game is that. You're looking for your son in the game, and you later find out that your son is like 50 years older than you because you are frozen, carbonated for 40 something years. So you're and so you were so Han Solo and carbonite for 50 something years, and yeah, and then you turn it and then you turn into Liam Neeson, fucking with a particular set of skills. No, 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 Liam Neeson's <laughs> Liam Neeson is in a whole different game. I this know, guy, I'm, yeah, I know I'm fucking so, with you. <laughs> so this, so in this game, it was really good, but uh, spoiler alert. Your son is the bad guy. So, um, yeah. So the next, so the next games that they have out here, Fallout Pinball, which I love. I have it. Uh, Fallout Shelter, which is, dude, you're like a, you're like a juggle, you're like a juggalo with ICP merchandise at this point, dude. Like, like uh, they will turn anything into a fucking pinball game. By the way, just throwing this out there, guys. <laughs> I, um, I have, for reference, I have my own pinball game. Okay, it's called Jay's okay. Dumpster Fire. Okay, like I have a pinball game. <laughs> Look at that. As he's got the fucking damn. Uh... Yeah. Oh, I'm... 
Jones Cola soft drink that they made for fucking Fallout and shit up there on the shelf. Yep, and this is one of a thousand that were made for that special edition. That that specific edition. And what's really cool about this is that you put this under a fucking light. Oh, look at that, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like a fucking Nuka Cola Quantum from Fallout. Holy shit. Holy okay. fucking shit. So the thing that John's failing to mention with that specifically is if you got the collector's edition that came with the bottle, it actually had a stand that the bottle sat in Yep. that shined the light through it. John, oh, however, just has the bottle. Uh, I got, well, I don't have the special edition, but you know, if you guys get, go yourself to the fucking Chinese spot over on Bleecker Street, you can get yourselves one of these for 20 bucks. <laughs> Jesus Christ, John. What the fuck? It is. Of how fucked up is fucked up. This podcast podcast is definitely for fucking entertainment purposes only. We pirate pirate the fuck out of everything here, guys. Listen, it's true. Go down the Bleecker Street. You're going to go see the Chinese (laughs) shop with all the fucking toys in it, guys. You might get some dildos there, too, while you're at it. Hey, why don't you go buy a fucking glass pipe while you're at it, too? We know because we were there yesterday. All right? You know, so guys, 25 years of Fallout. If you guys want to see me in the wasteland, I will be streaming this week on Clean Sanchez Media in the wasteland. Uh, in other new, uh, also, I just want to say, uh, Bethesda, I'm waiting. That we also have the Amazon uh, Fallout TV show that's coming out very soon. I couldn't be more excited for that to come out. So let's 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 go. Uh, next in news. Um, Oh man, you know I gotta wait for Squalini to come back for this one because I you, you, you oh, oh you, the, 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 you, that, you, that thing of the oh, thing. Well, th- that that's last. That's last. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, but guys, you know I do want to say though, um, Fallout, uh, Jay. Personally, I think there's a lot of stuff about the game to learn. But sure. it, Chris, if you start, Chris told me Chris Chris has been up that game's ass as long as I've known him, and like, yeah, I've been heavily like. I got I got a friend I got a friend back in Arizona, a very dear uh, brother of mine uh, back in Arizona. He na- he literally named his dog Dog Meat. Like yeah. I know that's I know that's from fucking Fallout, right? Like that's yep. so like I, I'm very well aware of the of the game. I, I play a little bit more casual than I probably am sometimes. I, I just have never uh done a dive into the game, I guess. Yeah. So I, I would start mm-hmm. off well since you, you 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 are proponent for older games, I would start off with Fallout three. You know, and and to be honest with you, you could probably down like Fallout the first and second Fallout. They are so old; they're in megabytes. You could possibly right. even play it on your fucking laptop without having an issue. It wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, the, the might be, game, it might be it worth had, a deep dive here. You know, sometime soon in the near future, yeah. it might be worth a deep yeah. dive. That the, the the cool part about being a casual gamer, like I am, is I get to fucking play games like over a decade after release and see them for the first fucking time. You know, like, and plus, it's made by the guys that made Skyrim. So, I mean, you like right. Skyrim. So, you're technically playing Skyrim in a post-apocalyptic environment with guns and stuff. And you know, it, it you play if you could if you could learn how to play the single-player version. We just may even bring you into the online version, and we could wreck shit up. Um, next, oh man, and Jay, Jay, are you there? He went to go grab a beer. Oh, he went to go grab a beer too. Shit, fantastic. No. Uh, what the hell is that? Biscuits and gravy. Oh man. 
got to eat it when it's hot or the gravy's not right. Oh, no, no, you're right. Listen, my, during my time as a 92 golf, we know, even though the biscuits were fucking dry as shit, but. Yeah, she made uh, biscuits and gravy. Well, lunch at this point, but you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so guys, the next thing I have here. Okay, actually, I, I just want to say this too. Um, Modern Warfare 2 did come out this week, the campaign. Um, I, I'm very, so, okay, this is, this is what's, this is what's going to happen with my, with Modern Warfare 2. I am not, um, I'm not going to get the game yet. Um, my, my, uh, how do I say this? I'm going to, and I really want Jay to be here when I say this too. Um, I, I want to, I have a video, a four hour gameplay video that I'm going to watch and I, Hey, and if anybody, and if anybody for the four guys who are watching, if you guys are interested in doing a watch party and you guys got four and a half hours to spare one day this week, um, I'm going to be in watching the in the discord. If, if it all, oh, cause it has the youth, but then how, how would we record it? So. Or instead of recording it, we'll just watch it and then review it as if we're mm -hmm. watching a movie. Yeah. Um. Actually. Because, you know, Discord has that new YouTube feature. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So I think it, I mean, I, I, wanna, I want to, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the new story that they have. And I think it would be pretty cool to kind of just watch it in a perspective like watching it as a movie or something like it's gonna be a really long fucking movie but we get a couple beers in us and you know we start shooting the shit about it you know any i think four hours would would slide by like nothing what do you think jay uh yeah that, i that, you know coming from the guy that fucking literally just watched uh lord of the rings you know within the last two weeks and uh i'm actually watching it with my kids now because i realized uh when i watched it uh about a week and a half ago um my children have never seen it, so we actually just yeah. started. Uh, we actually just started watching it last night. We got about halfway through uh, the extended, uh, the director's cut, the extended version of the Fellowship of the Ring last night. Yeah. So we're about. We're about say you making them watch the extended version this time? Oh, fuck yeah! Oh fuck yeah! Like, <laughs> well, and we, we've had this conversation before, and, and me and John have kind of uh, bantered back and forth. One, one of the one of the few books, and I mean, like, we're, you know, there's a very short list of books that ever like completely stymied me, was. Uh, Lord of the Rings, then the Hobbit, you know, like to, for some mm -hmm. reason, me and Tolkien's writing, uh, it doesn't do my brain anything, but the fucking movies are fucking amazing, right? The fucking, the TV show on fucking, was it Apple right now? Whatever the fuck, I don't know, wh which, whichever streaming service I'm trying the fuck out of, right? Like right. Amazon fucking, fucking amazing. So I, yeah. it, it's one of those, it's one of those things where I couldn't get into the book per se, but the movies helped me fucking see the, the actual vision. And obviously where the, the entire fantasy genre just got fucking like bukkake on the world when Tolkien yeah. came out with this shit, right? So, but yeah, like, find yeah, Led Zeppelin, yeah, Led Zeppelin was singing fucking some of their biggest hits about fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Or the Rings. Yes. Yeah, sure. I've got to find it, Jay. But when my dad passed away, one of the things I got out of all his stuff was the complete first edition set of with the hobbit lord of the rings leather bound i hope you have that shit in a fucking fire safe somewhere dude like like the safest fucking place you know on earth dude like that is that is some hot shit right there dude yeah like that yeah. is some hot shit 
Like, yeah, so right before we get into the next news, the idea is yeah, yeah, dude, that's instead awesome. of instead of playing the new Modern Warfare game that just came out the other day, we're going to watch the full four and a half hour gameplay this week. We're gonna a question about that. I noticed uh, last night it's not on Game Pass. When when is it coming to Game Pass? Um, it's not coming to Game Pass. Something happened. There was a update on fuck? it, which we I need to kind of so, deep dive on the. Re Do you know so, about what's going on with that? Yes. So pretty much, you know, obviously Microsoft bought Acta Blizzard. Um, Here we go. So technically, Here Microsoft owns go. Call of Duty now. However, due to a legal battle that Sony has put Microsoft into, Microsoft is not allowed to put any of the Call of Duty games on Game Pass for free. Because if they do, the way the legal system will look at it is monopolizing on the video game industry. Motherfuckers wonder why we drink, dude. Motherfuckers yeah. wonder why we drink. So, oh. unfortunately, we'll never get God damn, any dude, Call of Duty games on Game Pass. We would have to pay for them. Hate the fucking gaming industry right now, dude. I fucking So, so that's why... It, I'm not going to be buying the game. I'm going to watch it like a fucking movie, and I'm going to have a different perspective about it. I mean, is that is that a good idea? I, I so, would I would I would happily do that. And, and I I was looking forward to playing with you guys again, but I'm not. I know. Fucking, not fucking spending my money on it. Like that's what Game Pass is for. Yeah. Like yeah, fuck so, that shit because they're, so they're just gonna come out with another pile of shit fucking next year. Yeah. What so the that's. Fuck? So so I mean, we'll 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 let you know if you can make it. We'll figure out a day that we can do that. But it's gonna be about a five hour event that we're gonna be together. Just so you know. So yeah, I'm with the homies, man. I'm always down to hang out with the yeah, homies. But we will we will do that. We will do that on Discord. God damn, dude! Fucking god, fucking corporate. We'll see, and that's exactly Fuck. where I'm gonna Fuck. circle back to last weekend when you were asking if I was getting it and whatnot, and I told you I'm on a strict not purchasing an Activision Blizzard game thing, like. I I won't either because I, you're, you're not wrong. Like I, I won't either. I refuse. There's several like, points there. Like even before Microsoft bought it, the last Call of Duty game I bought was Cold War, Black Ops Cold War. So that's what two games ago now. Yeah. Um, and then, but the reason I won't purchase them anymore is it's no longer new. It's the same repeated bullshit over again. I mean, all Modern Warfare 2 is, is a remaster, in a sense, of the Modern Warfare 2 we had back it's in the reboot. Xbox 360 and PS3 right. days. And, I, and I'm right. just here for the campaign. I, I, that's all I'm here for, you the, know? And, 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 and the sad part is, is you had a casual like me a few years ago. I got sucked back into Call of Duty because yeah. of the campaign in, in Modern Warfare 2019, right? And... Yeah. I'm like looking for a reason to fucking play this game again, right? And then they're gonna fuck like the only, but 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 I'm not gonna fucking spend my money on it because yeah, like yeah. It, it again, it, like j just like Joe just said, and we're we're, we're kind of repeating here, retreading the same ground. It's the same reheated fucking mashed potato bullshit. Yeah, you know, it's fucking it's fucking potato salad. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same shit over and over yeah, again, right? And and, that, and that's fine. And we and we're not gonna play it. But I would have played it on Game Pass. I would have played it on Game Pass. Yeah, but I'm right. going. But I am going to watch it this week in the Discord. I will watch it in the Hangout area in the Discord in DD214 Gaming. I'll, I'll talk to Squilini later about setting up a day for do that. But this is going to be like a five-hour thing. No rewinds. No pauses. Uh, and and once we hit the two hour, we, bring your we'll piss have a, jugs. Bring your piss yeah, jugs. We'll have a we'll have a intermission at the second hour mark, halfway through, and you know we'll figure it out. But now next yeah. news, 
this is going to be now this isn't major uh but another game did come out this week and it's called gotham knights and here is an exclusive clip of bruce wayne stripping no way is he gonna do a dance look so this is this this right now this is what everyone's talking about this game oh yeah look at him he's humping the ice get it brucey you see the penguin down there trying to get him to come down oh yeah just get just getting just drunk as shit just drunk as shit just making an ass of himself on the fucking ice sculpture you know what i mean how many how many of us have fucking been there before you know what i mean like i don't know how you guys fucking party but like that that ain't my fucking first rodeo you know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. So, You've ever so, been to a military party, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all, all I do, all I do is like cheer, cheer that shit on. I just fucking stir that shit up. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck mm -hmm. it. Give that, give that dude another fucking drink. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is fucking free entertainment for me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, right. yeah. So <laughs> what the hell? Oh, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at getting Gotham Knights. I'm actually excited for it. Uh, and now the main event, what we've all been excited to talk about today. Um, oh Army God. Army Reserve Major Mike Itkus shocks the world with most Fuck explicit congressional campaign video. Guys, we are not going to show the campaign video. That's not what this show no. is. Oh, we are. What the fuck? Maybe we. Maybe maybe one of these days we will just to fuck with everybody. Kind of like that uh, when you <laughs> when you guys, did the, when you got me with and, the jerk. And guys, if you want to sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please sign up for the Patreon for exclusive content such as Bucket List Bonanza by Mike Ipkiss. Can you imagine that DD214 DD214 reviews porn on our Patreon exclusive? Did he seriously uh, call it bu Bucket List Bonanza? Yeah, he did. So mm -hmm. what's on? The, so on his bucket list was like release a porno at the same time you run for Congress. Is that what like? It's like so he had so, like join join the army on his bucket list. Obviously, okay. Make make it to at least middle rank, which he did. Okay, he was a former army army major, and then somewhere on the list is an army major. He hasn't been he hasn't, removed yep. from his. He hasn't been he hasn't been discharged or released yet. Not for fucking long, dude. I'm pretty sure there's something in the whole thing about being an army officer. Like you're not supposed to have fucking porn on the internet. Okay, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's so, fucking in there somewhere. Especially so, like so, releasing it on your own. You know? Yeah. So let's break exactly. this down a little bit. So he so he's running for God. a political office. And I mean, oh, okay, man. so so he's running for he's running for a political office. He's an army major. Uh, he's also he's also a Ukrainian uh, born citizen. That's pretty dope. I'll give him that part. No wonder he's got you know, some fucking brass balls, dude, to fucking put out a porno while he's fucking running for Congress. So, no shit. so his so his whole stance is about being sex positive, about opening the uh, opening the floodgates for allowing, you know, um, uh, sex services to be legal work in in the United States and things like that, which I, I concur. I concur wholeheartedly with that stance. John. There was a there was another you know uh, famous politician you know who was formerly in different different vocations. Uh, former Governor uh, Jesse Ventura had a very similar stance. Right, he didn't have to put out a fucking porno though. Right, like yeah, that's exactly you know, that, that, that's and a little. What were you going to say, Squilini? I was going to say I've got the political talking points that he put in the comment section on this video. Oh, let's if hear. We want to go over those. Yeah, please. <laughs> this So guy. the bucket list bonanza political talking points. I only pulled this video up for research purposes when John mentioned this by the way. I did not watch research this purposes. Research purposes. Whatever you say, Joe. Whatever you say, dude. <laughs> no, me and John were literally talking 
with Death Royale with Jason Gasses about it. As so I pulled it up. Through. I pulled it up only to see what what the comment section looked like on this video. So the political talking points. Point one. Sex between two people who aren't married or involved in a long-term relationship is still very valuable to individuals involved. Restrictions on sexual behavior based on marital status are outdated and harmful. People who aren't married are harmed when the government discriminates against them by providing benefits to married people or decides that it's unethical for unmarried people to have sex with co-workers while it's ethical for a married couple to work together. Married people are harmed when their consensual sexual behavior with someone other than their spouse is criminalized. So okay. I, I agree um, with all of that. Again, I, I don't necessarily think you need to release a fucking porn to do that yeah, or to make that exactly. Your you know, but see, I, so I, from point one, he's going against you know adultery laws within the military. He's putting his yeah. money where his mouth is, and I and I, exactly. I get I get I get I get you know especially all of all of us were in the army, and especially other other branches of service. We get we get the whole putting your money where your mouth is. So I, th- I think the, the line we have to draw here, though, is is <laughs> you're running for public office, dude. You know what I mean? Like, and you're still, mm-hmm. and you're still in some in some manner or form, you are still an army major. So yep. there's certain there's certain levels of of conduct yeah. to be. There's a standard of conduct that is to be respected here, and that's the part where our friend here is diving off the fucking deep end. You know. Exactly. What I mean? so, by the way, if I ever look up fucking Bucketless Bonanza, I will fucking watch it, okay? Like, I'll give you guys a fuck. How about um, this? Next week, I'll give you a fucking review on Bucketless Bonanza, okay? I'll give you guys a fucking oh, review. Oh, dear God. I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I got no fucking shame. Dude. Like, if if I you watch, don't do it, I you're you fired. I going to happen, John. I told you it was going to happen. If you, if, if you don't watch it, you're about fired. This. <laughs> I ain't going to Oh, I oh I watch I watch porn. Like, yeah. welcome to twenty ton twenty fucking two, right? Like, Jesus so, Christ, guys, come on. <laughs> Might as well so do a the, review while I'm at it. The two big talking points in his for this video that really catch me are the fifth and sixth. So there's six points. I'll skip two, three, and four because they pretty much are almost exactly. the exact same as point one. So point five. The performers in Bucket List Bonanza chose not to use condoms during sex. They minimized the risk of exposure to sexually transmitted infections by looking up each other's status on a secure website and used government-issued IDs to verify the result. The systems in place to help the sex industry reduce the risk of STIs can be used to guide public health policy. Currently, the medical community does not generally advise the activities does not generally advise the public about the availability of availability of such testing. Instead, patients are advised to lower the risk of infection through abstinence, monogamy, or condom use. This advice completely ignores the benefits of more satisfying sexual activities that can take place if testing protocols become more widely available. Point six. The possibility of a pregnancy was also the result of performers not using condoms. Access to safe and legal abortions is therefore a requirement in order for people who choose not to become parents to continue to enjoy the benefits of a healthy sex life. We must also recognize that the government cannot mandate all citizens to consider all reproductive consequences of sex prior to sexual activity. Consequently, if a woman should have a choice regarding whether or not she becomes a parent as a result of unplanned sexual activity, men should also have the same choice. Great points. Lovely points. However, again, we're going to repeat everything that's been said. 
You're a major in the fucking army running for Congress. What the fuck? Yeah, and and, and I mean, even NBC, NBC News says, Mike Ickes, show us your policies on sex works, not your porno. So, I mean, it's... it's <laughs> When you look at the, when you, the, the big news stations, they're they're saying it themselves. You know, they're out there saying like, we don't want to see this. We just, you know, like we okay, we know your that. Policy. Yeah, we know that actions speak louder than words, but uh, you know, this isn't the type of action we want to see, especially especially out of a politician, especially out of out of an army army major, a leader. I would not want to be under that guy. Not at all. I would I would not want to be under that guy because one you're the first thing okay, like we said before, he's promoting adultery, which is like the biggest no no in the military. I mean, for those who don't know, guys, you literally get kicked out of the military for adultery. You know? So dude, uh, I haven't seen anything that he's married. Uh, I haven't seen anything like that at all. So uh the it's kind of ridiculous, but like I was saying, Jay, I wouldn't want to be under this guy in in the unit. You know, um, I wouldn't. Tr- you know, as Jay's over there smiling, like I'd love to be under this motherfucker. I, I, this is it, <laughs> this is one of those like <clears throat> this is this is so far out of left field for you could, what you could, you could take the kid out of Ukraine, but you can't take the Ukraine out of the kid. I'm telling you, man, fucking Ronnie J. What's going what's on, going on Ronnie J. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, bro. That's what I'm talking about. It's the original fucking stacker right there, dude. He wrecked. Shop, he fucking wrecked shop too. Fucking. The under, <laughs> he's the Undertaker. It's like you two are like Kane and Undertaker. You guys just switch roles, dude. You don't, dude, you don't even want to know, dude. You don't even want to fucking know, dude. Just, uh, just. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you ever like, you ever like walk into a bar, and you see a couple of dudes that are already there, and you're just kind of like, I'm just gonna fucking stay away from those guys. Yep. That's me that's and fucking Ronnie. That's me yeah. and fucking Ronnie. Just fucking stay the fuck away, dude. <laughs> you guys, you, you guys, you mean him together? Just stay the fuck away. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys should like walk around with each other. Like he's Ronnie J and you're J Ronnie. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so that, God damn it. For reverting, reverting back to reverting back to uh, this <clears throat> this this major. I'm I'm gonna have to fucking defer this week, dude. Like, I have no problem like reviewing reviewing his uh, his release. <laughs> <laughs> his movie release but some of the stuff that was brought up i think i think it's great we're having a conversation about being sex positive and uh the limits the 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 upper echelons and upper limits of how much say the government can have in your private uh bedroom life you know behind closed doors the prop the problem is <clears throat> when i start talking about stuff like personal freedom and things of that nature um mm-hmm. A lot of people just aren't ready to fucking hear that shit. And as much as much as 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 glad as I am that we're having these conversations, especially especially that we're kind of like evolving, you know, and having these conversations in 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 as part of public discourse now nowadays, as as we've gotten a little bit older, um, people people forget people forget how <clears throat> shy everybody was in the 1990s, right? Like when we were mm-hmm. like teenagers, right? Here's the thing: they were doing all the I same. I think you were the only teenager in the group, though. Well. I'll tell you what, people were pretty fucking shy. They were even shy. They were more shy about it in the fucking 80s. Okay. Here's the thing. Everybody was still doing the same shit. Okay. If you get if you if you if you want a, a history lesson on fucking like sex positivity, look up fucking stag parties in the 1950s. Okay? Oh yeah. Like swing swinging and the swinging and the swinger lifestyle is not a new fucking thing in any fucking part of America right now. It's 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 been going on for a long fucking time. It just wasn't openly discussed. 
Okay. This guy is kind of making some really, really good points. Again, as somebody who's seeking public office, again, as an officer in the United States fucking army, he's doing it. He's going yeah. about it way, way the fucking wrong way. And so I, I commend him, commend him absolutely for getting the, the discussion started, but the <laughs> dude's going to lose his commission because he put out a fucking porno. Okay. Like it's conduct that's conduct unbecoming. And I got, I, I'm not even a fucking military lawyer and I don't need to fucking be one to fucking know that shit. That's conduct unbecoming. And it's on, and, and the proof, and the proof is fucking on Pornhub right now. So like, what, what was it called again? Bucket list bonanza. So I can look at shit. Bucket list bonanza. I don't like what timeline are we fucking living in where a fucking well, army major is like putting porn on the fucking internet while he runs for Congress. Okay. So, what fucking I mean, timeline? Like Harambe fucking getting killed. Like really fuck this, this shit up, dude. Like bad. Like we are in the fucking lame, we are in the lamest possible fucking timeline right now, dude. Like what? It's literally fuck, like dude? quantum leap for us right now. It's like fucking stupid, dude. I'm getting really sick of this shit. Like it's getting it's getting really fucking boring. Like, How come like, the that super collider turned on the wrong timeline? Seriously, I'm, dude, I'm telling where are you, the I'm, aliens at? Where are all the aliens at? Call of, Call of Duty was supposed to be on fucking Game Pass. Now it's not because of a corporate fucking dispute. Because like our corporate overlords don't want us to have too much fucking fun. Like fuck all this shit, dude. Boring. Yeah. Boring. Boo. Disqualified. Yep. Disqualified. And, and, fucking fuck that shit. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, he's got some and, good and, points, and, especially put with Ronnie J's quote up. Put Ronnie J's quote up. God damn it! it almost made me spit my fucking beer out, dude. <laughs> But I mean, Ipkiss does have some good talking points with his backing, like what he's looking at, especially now that you know Roe v. Wade was overturned this That's year. Um, conversations need to happen, but you, you need to have that discourse in public <laughs> during a fucking debate, not with your cock. On not, fucking <laughs> yeah, not on Pornhub. <laughs> not on fucking Pornhub, dude. Like that—that that is not where I you want think- your public discourse to be. Okay? I don't listen. I know some people are on Parlor, but I don't think people are on Pornhub. So that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, yeah, but yeah, I mean, guys. You know, uh, it's been another 168 as always. It, it was a wild one today. It was a wild one today. We went over our time. Be, I think okay. it's going to be a wild one freaking every week for a lot of weeks to come. So, yeah. Um, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, look, guys, um, I actually have something that I want to, I actually thought of, I'll say it all fair so we don't give anyone new announcements yet. Uh, but yeah, um, guys, we, we have, um, okay. So it looks like we're going to have guests the next two weeks. Fuck yeah. Um, but also next week is our Halloween episode. Oh shit! Is I have fucking, fucking Halloween. Oh my god! What? What's yeah. today's date? Uh, it's the twenty third today. So next oh Sunday is the thirtieth. Oh my fucking! Yeah, and and Squilini, this just so you know, it is a DD two fourteen gaming podcast requirement for our Halloween episodes. You come in as something. I gotta fucking so. figure out what the fuck I'm gonna fucking dress up as now. Gotcha. So I'm gonna show up as a drunken veteran. That's what I'm going to show up as. Oh, wait. I show up as that every fucking week. Boo! Disqualified. Disqualified. I'll figure something fucking out. I know that. The Tell me what you got. Is, the missus wants to do costumes this year, so we'll figure. I'll figure something out. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, in saying that, Never next week is our Halloween episode. And I'll just, I just get really, a giant and, dildo and attach and it to I, my head and be a fucking penis unicorn. 
You know, and I just realized too that I may have possibly made a mistake and told Jason Gasses to tell him the thirtieth when our Halloween episode's the thirtieth. Well, fuck it. If if we um if we have a guest on our Halloween episode, he better come show up or. Or hey, Ronnie, Jay, Ronnie gonna Jay's asking when, when he can get on the calendar for a follow-up freaking episode. I say freaking Ronnie is as soon as, as soon as we can fucking pencil you in, dude, like freaking. I'll tell, like, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. So Here next week, so it looks like next week we're going to have a guest. Um, I will not reveal that one. The we sixth. will announce that later this week. Yeah, we also have a major guest that we're working on. Uh, we're going to announce that too. So Ronnie J, how about the thir- how about November thirteenth? Ooh, I like that number. Lock you in right now. Send you. A, I'll send you. We'll send you the guest form in a couple minutes. And fuck it. Then private. Then privates always fucking chill out on Sundays anyway. So I can old 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 drill starting to freaking have time on a Sunday. I know he will. So here we go. Yeah, I I cannot confirm. I cannot confirm or deny anything because we have not received our forms yet. But all right, November thirteenth confirmed. Ronnie J will be on the show. I love it. I fucking love it, dude. <laughs> Yep. I want to hear gonna... some, we, what we didn't do. What we didn't do last time is, um, and now that it's been a while since we've had him on, I want to hear some fucking stories from the trail. That's what I want to hear. Oh I yeah. So hear, actually, actually that, that is that well, the last time he was on, that was the episode we were going to do. So we're going to have stories with Ronnie J November okay. 13th. Okay. All right. So in saying that guys, we're going to have some guests. We're, we're, we're kicking up the gears again. Um, I'm kind of streaming again sometimes. Just check me out on Clean Sanchez Media on Twitch. You're going to see some streams on, on our DD214 gaming page. Just It's somebody. Just don't be surprised. You know, it's going to be somebody doing it. Check out Down and Dirty RP. Check out 80s Babies Gaming. Check out Tech Guy Gaming. Check out The Norse Wrecker. Check out fucking... Check out Jay while he checks out the Bucketless Bonanza. Um, che- oh, also, if you guys need a code on leggings, on man leggings... Uh, our boy Jason Gasses, he's got a what's he got here? Matador, Matador Meggings. Yes, man leggings apparently are a fucking thing, and according to Jason Gasses, they're extremely comfortable. So, check out Matador Leggings. We will actually attach a, a the discount code. Jason ten. Jason 10. I will actually drop that in our chat right now for everybody. Jason 10. Oh, yeah. Look, he said that's around his one year mark as a drill. So that's going to be perfect. Fuck yeah. I'm looking forward to this shit, dude. Like This is the, this is the episode, uh, Squilini, where we sit back and enjoy the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, me, yeah. let me and Ronnie jaw for a while, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so what I... What I'm getting uh, is just have the soundboard ready to just drop random ass shit in the middle of the conversation. Yeah, pretty much. Also, pretty much. check out uh, drinkkraken.com. Use code NORSRECKER for 10% off as well. Uh, these things are, are happening. These things are happening. Things are moving. Things are happening. It's exciting. Um, what else? We uh, Yumi and Lore. Yumi and Lore is coming out with their new uh, season, I think, today. Um, you know shit? Um, keep an eye on that. I'm still waiting for my phone call, Brandon, to do that fallout shit. Um, you guys got anything else before we hit the final thought real quick? Um, also, one thing for all the vets out there, especially if you have hearing issues, tinnitus, and whatnot. Didn't get to touch on it this week, but Aftershocks, bone That's conduction right. headphones. These things are a fucking lifesaver. Can you uh, hold that a little closer to your camera, brother, so that they, they can get a good a good John? Can you or can you guys uh, 
make uh, make his uh, video the full screen so they can that's uh, so too easy there you go there you go so these are bone conduction headphones so if you've got hearing issues yeah. or wearing regular earphones bothers your tinnitus causes flare-ups great sound quality great microphone on these things they're bluetooth they last 10 to 12 hours on a single charge i got them for work because wearing a headphone for 16 hours a day was killing the hell out of my damn tinnitus check them out um they can be found at best buy or amazon and we'll uh we'll actually get a link thrown up somewhere for everybody in case you want to give them give them a try absolutely and guys as always the final thought um you know we go every week we talk about you know loss and we're coming into the holidays and a lot of law if i mean statistically there's a lot of loss that happens on the holiday and let's not have another one this year guys um it we're coming we're coming out of the covid times it, to me it looks like uh, people are out there alive i couldn't have felt more alive than yesterday when i saw all those people out in the open in new york city so to me the world is back but at that same time you may be around a million people but you still may feel alone and if you're feeling alone guys make sure you make sure you call the national suicide hotline at 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-8255 or you could dial star 988 you could also go on google you could text you could call there's someone always willing always willing to sit there all day long to listen to your story jay just said just last week that he's he's called that number before and, I have, you know, yeah, and you have, what they're there for. They're literally there to like mm-hmm. let you like word word vomit and like whatever whatever you need to do to get get that shit out. Like that's exactly what the fuck they're there yeah. for. You just so. got to talk. You just got to talk. The holidays are coming. I know the holidays, especially you know Thanksgiving and Christmas. They're two two of my favorite holidays. Always talk about family cohesion, you know, and you know we need to embrace that you know i'm a sucker for like the old 1940s 1950s uh family complex where during thanksgiving you know you're sitting around the table and everyone's just having a good time and a lot of that you don't see that a lot of these days so i'm hoping that yep. this year we bring back that tradition you know you so what, guys I'll, you I'll tell you what if, if, if the last uh couple months of my life have been in any indication um uh, especially as a fucking you know a child of the 80s and a fucking teenager in the 90s if there's one fucking thing ICP got fucking right, dude, it was the concept of fucking like a tribal family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it doesn't, it, you don't have to be fucking blood related. It can be the homies. It can be like whoever you're surrounded with at the time. Like uh, Joe was talking about earlier, you know, like having like four or five different places to go on Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Like do what you got to do and surround yourself with positivity, surround yourself with good people and good people will surround themselves with you. Okay. That's a, that's a, that's a very easy decision to make sometimes hard to put into practice we're not saying that yep. it's hard to put that into practice sometimes sometimes you gotta fucking fight and get your ass out of bed and you, it, it's a it's a struggle to fucking walk out the door some days i got that shit. we all got it trust me the idea is that we don't we don't quit we keep never making effort keep making the effort especially if, if you're feeling on, on, a, on a certain day like i can't make it to the gym right now i can't make it to work that's the day that's the day that's the day you have to make it force yourself on that day to fucking do what you're supposed to do okay and then worry about fucking maybe not making it on a fucking different day okay there's a there's a, I, I i never had the, priv- the privilege of attending the school of all schools uh ranger school in the army but 
I've read up enough on it and I've I've, I've known enough uh, tab wearers that they have a saying in there like, I'll quit tomorrow. And the idea being like, today is right now. I'll, I'll just quit tomorrow. You know, we'll, we'll worry about quitting yeah. tomorrow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just fucking stacking days on top of days. And that eventually leads into success. Okay. And good fortune. And wearing a fucking tab or getting through that fucking bad season in your life or watching your kids fucking like kick fucking ass in the dance recital or the fucking soccer game or the fucking ball. Yeah. So exactly. Yep. And, and guys, that was a, that was another, that was great. I mean, we almost hit two hours. That was fun. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for coming by another 168 hours. We'll Ronnie, see you see, in another. I see you, homie. I love you, bro. I miss, I miss, I miss the fuck out of you, homie, dude. Like, and we'll see you November 13th. Make sure, make sure you November bring all 13th. the. I'm running out. I'm running out of excuses to fucking not travel my ass down to fucking Fort Sill and say hi. So I get to ask. Him. I get. I get to ask him now if he, if he has any new juice flavors he likes. <laughs> God damn it, dude! Here we fucking go. Here we go. That's yeah, this is going to be, gonna be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy. Yep. Well, guys, thank you so much. We love you. See you later. Don't do drugs. Only do the good ones. And yeah, see go you later. Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Oh, yeah. And fuck you, Yankees. I'm fucking mad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck the Yankees. Fuck the fucking Yankees. <laughs> you, can, you, you, can hit, you, can, you can cue it. <laughs>